listening to World Talk Radio, where the world comes to talk. Well, hello, Power Partners. Welcome to the world's greatest talk radio. The Hour of Power, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, a program of positive book talk with authors and experts that help you excel in life. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Britton. And we are thrilled to be your personal growth coaches right here on the airwaves with you every single week, bringing you authors and experts that enhance and empower you. So get ready to pump your energy, love, learn, laugh, listen, and live your your dreams, because we're a show about following your heart, doing what you love, and we are always bubbling with enthusiasm, right, Heather? Most definitely. Champagne for the spirit. Well, how writing can help you through bipolar disease and other depressions with Elizabeth Maynard Schaefer's book, Writing Through the Darkness, will be coming up, followed by... Our uh, T for Two, which is a debate on how to better fight or switch. And right now we're going to be talking with Debbie Biddix, and she has a fabulous DVD out that is saving our parents. But before we get to that, the miracle moment to, for today is brought to you by the Carmony Collection, which are handmade handbags using vintage bubbles, bangles, and beads, and it's for the perfect gift for every woman in your life. So visit www.myspace.com for slash Carmony Clutches, and you could also call if you just want to order them or see a line, 619-785-7827, and this is by Anne Frank. How wonderful it is that nobody need wait a single moment before starting to improve the world, and that's what's being done with the Carmony Clutches. Did you buy yours yet, Jeff? Why do you always talk to me when I have a mouthful of chips? <laughs> oh, all right. Well, we you have candy bags coming now, I'm, too. I'm going to buy one for a, the wife, I think. You Okay, that's a good idea. You always have a mouthful of chips. That's right. Our purpose in providing you this show is to communicate to you that you already possess everything you need to be the writer, producer, director, and star of your life. What are the rules, Heather? Most definitely. We want you to smile, have fun, and be willing to take that chance to be wild and crazy. Well, and we know that you're doing that right now, so we will always want to have a party. good party fun. That's right. Well, getting to our interview, we have a problem in America today, and that is the abuse of our elders. Is it a normal thing that we can protect our elders, our loved ones from being victimized. Debbie Biddick experienced firsthand the effects of unethical caregivers with her father-in-law. She and her husband can set out to help others avoid victimization with the video and the website Saving Our Parents. Debbie is with us now. Welcome, Debbie, to Be the Star You Are. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to be able to join you today. Well, so thank to you. you. This this was a really important uh, video, Debbie, um, or DVD, I should say, that when I was watching it, and it's so expertly done. You have Ed Asner as your host, and then you have a plethora of various uh, celebrities and experts on this topic of elder abuse. But before we start talking about that, the reason you did it is because you, were actually you and your husband your father-in-law your husband's father was uh, victimized by a caregiver so why don't we tell your backstory which you know helped you to help others well it actually started first phone call came and it was my father that was ill and uh, before i even knew what hit me i brought my father home to live with us and 
we were like most other baby boomers. You know, we were kind of naive to the bad stuff out there, and we gave him loving care. So when the second phone call came that my father-in-law was ill, we hired help for him at his house, and we were not aware that there's this terrible epidemic of elder abuse. And we literally had to rescue him from an unethical caregiver, and we actually landed up with both of our fathers living with us. Which was a very sweet thing. I mean, watching your DVD, it seemed like they got along so well, and and both you and Ken had the opportunity to spend the final years with both of your parents, knowing that you had done the best possible to give them a very nurturing environment. We did, and we actually wanted to tell people who are faced with this, it can be fun and nurturing and humorous and you can have really good times with your parents but you just absolutely need to find a way to keep them safe and we promised both dads before they died that uh, we would make a documentary in their honor which is why we made Saving Our Parents to help other people be so aware of the pitfalls and uh, have a much better experience. Well, there's really caregiver predators out there, and I was shocked to see some of the things. For example, the fact that so many caregivers are actually people who have just gotten out of prison that really don't have any skills, and they prey on the elderly, and especially elderly who are maybe alienated from their families or distanced from their families in some way, or don't have somebody such as yourself that's looking after their better their better needs. And then the fact that even the ones that uh, if the family thinks that they're good, they try to separate you from your family. Oh, you are so right on with this. What happens is most of us are are basically good people, and we assume that others are going to be kind to the elderly. But did you know that every 2.7 minutes, an elderly person is victimized? So that is amazing. Every 2.7 minutes. And, you know, we, uh, we're, we're very concerned these days with uh, our children. I know when I was on the freeway the other day, you know, I saw an amber alert that a child had been abducted. Mm-hmm. But we're not taking the time with our elders like we do with our children. And one of the things, and you hit on it so beautifully, is the, the fact that criminals are being trained to go into elder care they are trained, believe it or not, to look for people who look a little frail or, you know, maybe a little dementia, and they move in on them as friends, and they try to isolate the family from them. Well, what's the, what's the first sign um, you're looking for in your elders, their caregiver? What, what are things you're looking for if you think something, some kind of foul play is starting to go on? Well, um, uh, William Bratton, the chief of police, you know, for L.A., just put out advice, and he says... Whatever you do, stay involved. Watch to see if the mail is piling up. Um, Check the caller ID of what's coming in on your parents' lines. Monitor purchases. Take stock of, you know, what's happening around them. And any change in, in, in behavior, any change in their personality or, you know, be on top of it. And if you live out of state, if you have a friend or you can even hire a care manager to professionally make a visit to check on them, it's changing, looking for any change of pattern 
And if there's caregiving, that they're not isolating you from the person. Well, I think that was one of the keys is that if you are out of state or uh, a long distance and you think you've done the right thing by interviewing them, one of the things that you talk about in your DVD is getting a background check. And, you know, so often we're, we're just, we're, we're very, as caring people, we want to think the best of our caregivers. So we see someone who appears to be nice and, and nice to our elders, and then we find out that they're not a good person. And very often it's just too late. And you brought it up with the Amber Alert. You know, we think about it with children. We hire people to babysit. You know, we, we do a background check, but you don't think of it with the elderly. You absolutely have to do a background check. And even with that, somebody has to walk in unannounced and continuously check on what is going on with that elderly. Well, and that gets me to the point of where you went into nursing homes. And it broke my heart when I saw the elderly father who had gone into the nursing home and within a couple of months was dead. And that daughter was so devastated. She was devastated. They thought they were doing the right thing, taking care of him. This, This husband and father were their life and... He was just let to rot in this bed alone. And and the secret to that, too, is if your parent is in a nursing home, if you are local, go in unannounced on a regular basis. And if they're out of state, even if you have to hire someone, get a friend, a neighbor, someone to go in and check that person, check them for bed source, check and make sure. Because if the places don't see someone checking in on the person, you really don't know if they're okay. Now, that brings a good point, too. If you are local or if you are long distance, um, things may not always appear. You may go in and everything may seem okay, and sometimes uh, the elders may be bullied into saying, you know, if they are honest with their family about the treatment they're receiving, mm-hmm. they may be mistreated further. So what? Uh, where can, you know, as a, a child, as someone who, who has placed... Uh, a family member in these uh, facilities, where can they go to get more information so they know what to be looking we for? We have actually set up a website called it's www.savingourparents.com. And what's so really great is that we have experts from around the world giving free tips. So you can go on the website and get like all the things you and I are talking about and all of these tips and questions, they're free to go right to the site as well as getting clips of the film and purchase of the film. Yeah, I think the people could really, if you have an elder in your family that you know is going to need care, is that the DVD would be a must-buy. Because one of the things that I noticed when I was watching it too, Debbie, when they were first looking at this facility and I see this gentleman, you know, all crumpled up in a fetal position, my first thought is, well, they didn't investigate. It was probably some crappy place, you know, in the middle of Timbuktu. And then your, your camera people go, and this it's this elegant, beautiful, wasn't it beautiful? It was so gorgeous. I thought, wow, I could move in there. And that's what you brought out in the film, is don't let the facade fool you. Is don't let the beautiful chandeliers and the woodwork and all the smiling faces. And that gets back again, which you've said a couple times, is you need to drop in unannounced. Go on the tour by all means, but go at times when they're not expecting you yes. and see how they're treating the other patients. And, and the daughter in the film who lost her father said, in what you expect. Yeah, isn't that a great mm-hmm. line? Uh, it's 
stuck with me. Yeah, inspect exactly. what you mm-hmm. what you expect. You know, it was just so wonderful. Well, another point is, okay, you think something's going wrong with your elders, but then there's it's difficult to prosecute. And you had uh, Chayo Reyes, who was the LAPD specialist uh, on elder fraud in there, and well, and again, other many other different uh, experts. But I was really surprised how the the judge told the one uh, attorney who was always bringing. <laughs> Right. His case is in, hey, you're just clogging up my courtrooms. Can you imagine? That really made me so sad. That, I think that was Mark, was it Mark Hankin he told that too? Yes, I, I, yes. I thought that was so sad that, the, that, you know, a case of abuse is abuse. It doesn't matter who it's mm-hmm. to. And well, these people are put in life jeopardy. And one of the big problems, and that's why I urge any of your listeners, you know, everyone I talk to, I'm always saying, you know, just be aware because... The elderly people very often don't prosecute. First of all, they're, they're embarrassed, they're afraid, their memories are getting a little frail. It's hard for them to go through depositions, so most of these trained criminals walk away. And then they're on to the next victim and the next victim. So the way we conquer this is for all of us just to go, wow, this is real. It, it, it's a huge epidemic, but you know what? We now were aware of it. Let's just be proactive and and really be on top of it. You also, in the film, I wasn't aware that a hoarding disorder is something that happens in uh, in older age. You know, I thought it was just something that was like obsessive compulsive. Uh-huh. That was that was rather <laughs> disgusting. We all, we all do a little bit of hoarding. To have, <laughs> you know, how many bicycles do you, you think you have? Oh, I think I have fifteen, and he has like two hundred bicycles. And, Isn't that amazing? But you know, I when you, when I was watching that, I thought to myself, okay, I d- knew someone who collected coffee cans. And when she died, there were something like 150 coffee cans because she always thought she needed them for baking grease, although she never cooked baking, bacon. <laughs> and so I guess that would be a part of hoarding, right? It is. And the reason, again, that we put this into saving our parents is that this is now becoming a bit of an epidemic. And it's a combination of people living longer. And as they grow older and they're getting a little tired, if no one is helping them or supervising them, they land up just keeping things. And the health department now has literally taken people, given them warnings, because it really is a health and fire issue. And if they don't heed the warning, then they are literally arresting these people. Well, I think a big issue is uh, why so many of these elderly hoard so many things is because many of them grew up in the Great Depression where you needed to save everything mm-hmm. and that we're no longer in this depression. So that kind of re- leads to the, the concept of reality and you know, the current thought process. What about the epidemic of Alzheimer's going on right now? Uh, I've seen that all over the news that it's affecting more and more Americans and especially, you know, the grandparents of America. How about that? How... How do you deal with an elderly that has that issue and that's also going through abuse? Boy, that's such a good question. Um, first of all, let me tell you that the crooks and the creeps that are going through. <laughs> oh, I love that, exactly. Debbie. <laughs> the crooks and, and the I creeps. I know I get a little passionate about this, but good. That's a good they, one. they are trained to look for signs of Alzheimer's. So what they look for, people that begin to have any memory loss and they notice that they're a little bit confused or having a hard time finding their way to the car or they're out at the market and they can't find their keys, whatever it is, as, the, as you know, they try to help these people home or befriend them and offer to become their driver and things like that. The thing with family is 
you can't always pick up on it when you call your parents for a five-minute conversation once a week. It's really important to get there for a day or several days or have somebody spend a, it's the sequence of time, because when you're with them a long time, it's harder for them to cover the fact that they're losing their memory and they may be running into danger. Well, what we we really get from the film over and over again, as Ed Asner, you know, weaves his way as the host through it and your other experts talk, is and what you're saying right now, is really as the children and loved ones of our elders, it's our responsibility to be there as much as possible, to be in their space, to watch over them, to screen the caregivers, and to get as much information as possible. And to that light, if when people go to www www.savingourparents.com all the information and the tools to do just that are there, including the DVD. Yes, and there'll be, by the way, the experts will be adding more and more tips there that are free for people to, like our conversation, all of these things are covered you know, um, when they go on the site. And a couple of the other experts, of course, that are friends of ours, Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen, my co-authors and, and good friends, Art Linkletter, who is just, you know, an incredible, a young at heart to, that we all love and has been on our show several times, as well as people who have really, um, who have really spent a lot of time tracking down these people. And Mark and Jack bring a lot of inspiration to the documentary to enjoy your parents and, you know, really good tips from them. And to live life in the now. I think that's the important thing, to live fully and that the, you know, just like Mark says, is that you're aging and saging. Well, go to savingourparents.com. This was Debbie Biddicks, and she is the CEO of Delphi Health Products and one of the producers of this film. And it's just a wonderful film to help our elders. Debbie, thank you for being a guest here on Star Style. Be the star you are. And thanks for making some such a great contribution Thank to help our population. Thank you to speak with you today. It was wonderful. Well, you're listening to Cynthia Bryan. And Heather Bittney. And this is Star Style. Be the star you are. Back in a minute, we're going to be talking about writing.